Father God, we just thank you for the service, Lord. We thank you that we have the opportunity to come into your presence. We give you all authority in this place. Lord, we surrender ourselves before you and we say your will be done. And we speak against any spirit in here that should not be here and we tell it to be silenced or go in Jesus' name. And we know that your spirit is going to move tonight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Amen. Amen. You guys can grab your seats. Awesome. Fantastic. Man, so honestly, this week I was just thinking and just really excited to to speak to you guys today because I just know that when people connect with God, that He just moves in their lives. Like I've seen it time and time again and... Oh, honestly, it's amazing. And so I thought I would start off um, just a little bit of my testimony and then um, kind of link it in with what we're talking about, which um, is talking about a little bit to do with authority and spiritual warfare. So the title of my message is The Enemy Will Flee, all right? And so I want to share a little bit um, about me. Um, so I come from Te Whanganui Atara, so that is Wellington, um, the big capital city. And I moved up here when I was about 23. Um, but I lived down there with my incredible mother and my three siblings. Um, it was absolute chaos in the house. It was brilliant. So I was the middle child. And yeah, and so it's great to be the middle child. You usually get um, teased by your older siblings um, or told off by the older siblings and ignored by your little siblings. So it's brilliant. It's great. Um, no, I do. I, I love it. I love um, being the middle child. It's actually amazing. And um, so I was down there with my mum and so... Um, my dad ended up passing passing away when I was about three, um, and my mum was an incredible trooper. And a lot of what I know today um, about prayer and fighting is from her, um, in a good way, fighting in a good way. Um, and so, um, I honestly, just know that your parents are really praying for you and loving on you, and you have grand, you might have grandparents or um, praying. I don't know, There's people, there are people praying for you and don't take that lightly um, and know that you can pray not only for your friends and family, but you can also pray for your future family too. There's so much power in that. Um, so today I really just want to share with you about fighting the enemy. And it's about understanding who you are and the authority that you have and it's fighting in the right way. So we all know war and we all know that we have, when you have a battle, you have a battle between two. So you might have a civil war or you might have a world war or things like that. But it's between at least two groups of people or two people. And we know that. But I think that from a human mindset, we think human fighting human. But we have to start thinking kingdom thinking that we are not supposed to be fighting against other humans. We are supposed to be fighting against the enemy. And that enemy is the devil. Okay? And so that there, if, you, if you're like angry at someone, just think, it's not actually the person that you're angry at. It's the thing behind the person that they carry or that they're c coming under. 
And so we have to realize that each and every single person, no matter how upset we are with someone, is that they are a child of God. They are foremost a child of God. And so we have to really understand that. Now, the first thing I really want to talk to you guys about is authority. We all here have authority. We all have authority as sons and daughters of the Most High God. But we have to take up that authority. But sometimes we don't actually understand what that authority looks like. You are a son and a daughter of our King of Kings. Like if you think about that for a moment, that is our creator, the one who created us. We get to be his children. Now I'm going to look at a specific verse today in James. And the verse is submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. So the authority is understanding that we come under submission to God. So we as children of God, we have been created by God. It is a choice with which kingdom that we come under. Whether you believe it or not, there are two kingdoms. And I know this is getting real deep real quick, but just understand how important it is to understand that there are two kingdoms. But we have the absolute privilege to be able to come under God's kingdom. But we can come in and out and in and out of his kingdom. And that is why we have to really think and actively think, what am I doing? What am I thinking about? What am I doing in my life that brings God glory. And so we know that submitting to God means to come into a right relationship with him. So inviting Jesus into our heart, forgiving us of our sins. And then we come under his will. We say, your will, your way, Jesus. Jesus did that on the cross. He said, your will, Father, not my will. Sorry, in the Garden of Gethsemane. And he said, your will, Father, not my will. The word resist is the thing that sometimes, well, we use it all the time. Like, I'm going to resist that piece of chocolate cake, which, mate, is, I, that is my biggest weakness. Anything to do with sugar, if you talk to Ali, she knows that is, food is actually my biggest weakness. And um, it's all right. I'm taking it up with the Lord. We're working on it. It's one of those things. Um, but resisting means to turn yourself away. So to turn away or to withstand, that is what um, it actually means, to oppose, to um, set oneself against, okay? And so it's turning yourself away. And it's the same word that's used in therefore put the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, that you may stand your ground, so withstand, and after you have done everything to stand, so that's in Ephesians 6.13. So it's standing your ground and it's saying, hey, no, I will not move. Why? Because I am a child of God. That is the understanding. So our role of being a, king, a son and a daughter of the king means that we have to know that we have the power to shift things both in the natural and in the supernatural. And sometimes we think, okay, we get talk about the supernatural and we kind of get a little bit like, ooh, 
kind of thing, spooky, you know, that kind of, it's, cause, it's just because we don't understand it, so we sometimes shy away from it. Or we kind of look and we're like, oh my goodness, you know those people who are like, oh, I see a demon under every corner, you know, probably is, but, you know, like, you know, they kind of just make it really weird, but it actually isn't. It's actually the biggest lie of the enemy to try and make you think, it's all like spooky and weird and that. It's really not because that's what God created. That is where he wants us to live in that, that spiritual realm. That's where we're going to end up when we all go to heaven. Well, hopefully when we all go to heaven, that's where we're going to live. That's in a spiritual realm. And so we have to see that the authority that we carry will shift things. It will shift things for good or it will shift things for not good things. So if we look in Matthew sixteen nineteen, it says, and I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatsoever thou shalt bind, I love, I love the King James, uh, or, which means forbid, on earth shall be bound or forbid in heaven and whatsoever thou shalt loose, permit, on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So what it's trying to say is whatever you loose in heaven, you can loose on earth. Whatever you bind in heaven, you can bind on earth. So the things that come out of our mouths carry power. So if we speak out, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick, you're probably going to be releasing sickness over your life. If we're speaking out, I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed. That is when over time, Sometimes it's straight away, but sometimes over time that healing catches up because sometimes things take a little bit to catch up. And we don't always understand why it doesn't happen straight away, but we can understand that we know that God wants everyone to be healed. That's what he wants. We have been given the keys to bind or allow things in our life. And we have what's called a generational line. So we all have, for example, you have your, um, your mom and your dad and, you know, the grandparents and great-grandparents and great-great-great and all the way back. And so that's called your generational line. And sometimes in our generational line, things can be opened that we have no idea about. But that can cause what's called, the, like... That's how so it can cause things to the enemy to be allowed access into our life to attack. And so sometimes you hear the phrase, oh, that always happens to me. Oh, I always lose, like, you know, I'm always losing my job. I'm always, you know, and it's called what's called a familiar spirit. And we actually have the authority to stand up against spirits. And you can, whether you believe it or not, there actually are spirits. So it's your choice whether you, you take that. But the reality is there is spiritual stuff coming up against us. And they want to kill, steal, and destroy everything that we have and that our family has. But the great thing about it is that we do not have to be afraid. We never have to be afraid. Because we have a God who is above it all. This is where we have to understand the spiritual warfare comes in. 
We have the enemy who is coming up against us in many things, in our thought patterns, in um, what we have, you know, in our lives. You know, you've you've got so much coming up against you, and I can tell you that I'm not standing up here coming from a place of, you know, I've got it all together. I don't. I really don't have it all together. No one who gets up here can say, "Our lives are amazing. It's all good. We're fine." It's it's not like, but it is because we have God. But we do go through tough things. Honestly, the amount of things that I've gone through in my life that I've had to battle after battle after battle, it's exhausting. And that's why we have community around us. That's why we have friends and we have family to, and this is what the church family is, to help us. But we also, with that authority, can do things for ourselves as well. And this is where spiritual warfare comes in. It's taking your authority and it is actually activating the legal right. Now, the enemy actually has to work under a legal contract. He has to work under legal precautions. So when Jesus went and died on the cross, what he did was he said, no, no, no. I take all that sin. I'm bearing it on the cross so that anyone who accepts me can come into that freedom. Anyone who accepts. That is what he did for us. And now we can come under that. And we can say, actually, I'm going to come under what Jesus already died on the cross for. All that sin, all that stuff in our lives that the enemy has stolen, well, had stolen from us back in Genesis. He took it back and he said, now we, now we can fight. And he's given that to us. It's amazing because Jesus taught us how to stand up against the enemy. He taught us. Now, Everyone here, I'm not saying that everyone, you know, is against in a battle at the moment, but in one way or another, you're going to probably end up coming against a battle or you might, you might be going through a battle right now, but you don't have to sit there and you don't have to just be helpless You don't have to. God doesn't want us to sit there being helpless. He's saying, I've given you the keys, the keys to break free, the keys to step into all that I have for you. He's given that to us. But you have to have the choice to take that up and to actually exercise that. That's our our responsibility. And so what I'm going to do today is I'm going to show you how to let the enemy flee from you. So the verse, submit to God, which is coming under his authority, resist the devil. So that is turning from our old life and coming under his authority. And it says he will flee. Not he might flee. He may be flee. He will flee, which is a promise to us that if we keep pursuing it, he must flee. 
I honestly, I have had about maybe, I don't know, I think it's maybe eight freedom prayers now. I just love them. I absolutely love them because this is what teaches you, you know, it teaches you how to stand up. But what I love about it is that it's getting God's perspective. When you go on a freedom prayer and you just sit and you just connect with God in such a beautiful way, like he connects to you on an intellectual level, on a heart level, on just he just loves on you and it's amazing. But what the most amazing thing is, is the perspective of the enemy. Time and time and time again, I have seen God show and reveal to someone what the enemy actually looks like. And we see this, you know, when we, when we look at the enemy, you know, with fear and, and anxiety and all these things, we're like, it's huge, it's huge. And we look at it like this massive Goliath. But I've seen him show people that actually, no, it's just an ant. Nah, it's just a puddle. Nah, he's just, you know, he's just a little creature crawling out. Nah, he's just a little grape. And it's honestly, it's, it's crazy because we think it's so big. But God's like, no. In my eyes and with my authority, which the power and the authority has been given to you, because Jesus said he called his 12 disciples together and he gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. So he sent them to proclaim the kingdom of God. And so he gave us authority over all, all, not part of, not some, all. So the things that we think are so big, they're actually not. But we have to change our mindsets and see things from a kingdom perspective. Like, have you ever, like, I honestly, I remember as a kid, I'd go, you know, those places you go to and you're like, like lollipops playland and stuff. And you're like, man, this is huge. And like these big tunnels and you're climbing on these frames and it's like huge. And I went there not so long ago um, last year for my nephew's birthday. And I was like, man, this is tiny. And it's just because I've grown up, I, I'm seeing it from, I guess, like a, an adult perspective. And I'm seeing it from a different perspective, like, oh my gosh, they're actually really tiny. Like I was struggling to get through. Like he was just like nipping through and I was just like trying to squeeze my way through all these jungle gym stuff. And it like, but for a kid, it's huge. And that's what God does. He actually says, hey, look at the enemy. And see how small he is in my eyes. You don't have to live with that fear. You don't have to live with that depression. You don't have to live with that anxiety. What is binding you up is actually just smoke and mirrors. That's all it is. Smoke and mirrors. So today, what I would love us to do, what we're going to do is I just really feel that we're going to talk to God because it's our responsibility. And I know it might be a bit weird or a bit awkward, but that's fine. Okay. I'm, all, I'm always into weird and awkward. It's great. I'm, I'm, I'm very awkward myself, so I love it. And so we are going to get uncomfortable for a bit. And what I'm going to get you guys to do in a moment, I'm going to get you to close your eyes and we're going to talk with Jesus tonight.
Now you might think, oh gosh, this is a bit weird. I'm not really, this is not really my thing and that. Just give it a try. What have you got to lose? What have you got to lose? And so we're going to ask Jesus some questions. Because I can even say in my own life, like I have things that disconnect me from God. But my heart's desire is to break down those things and draw closer to him. And I'll do anything I possibly can to get to that. But it takes our willingness to get uncomfortable and to connect with him. And this is something that you, you can take away and you can go in your quiet time and do with him. The only way that if you think, I can't hear from God, I don't usually hear from God, things like that, why don't you just start? You've got to start somewhere. And so what I'm going to get you to do is I'm going to get you to close your eyes now. Just block out everything else. Doesn't matter what anyone else thinks, who cares? And I want you just under your breath, just to say, Jesus, would you come and meet me? And just wait for him to come to you. When you're ready, you can open your eyes. That wall might have not come down, and that's okay. Because what we're going to do now is I'm going to show you how to, for example, I actually had, when I, when I did this um, at home, God showed me a wall, and it was a brick wall, and it had been halfway And I was like, what is this wall? And he's like, it's doubt. Your doubt in me. And I was like, how do I get rid of this wall? And he showed me how to get rid of it. And it was amazing. It was a great experience. He was crazy, came in with a bulldozer and moved it out. And it was just, it was crazy. And I was like, this is honestly, this is this my just in my imagination or what? But do you know what? God actually created your imagination. He's the one who actually created your imagination. And if you allow him to use that, it can carry so much power. We can say, God, just take over my imagination. If we know that he is powerful enough to to move it, then why not? But then the second time I asked him to take a wall down, he's like, I need you to warfare. And he... And I, already, I know how to warfare. And I was like, okay, great. I'm going to warfare. And so we are going to warfare tonight for those who, and it's going to equip those, all of you. And the important thing is we have different warfare strategies. We have tongues. We have praise and worship. And we do what Jesus did using the word. He used it against the enemy. He said, it is written. Man is not to live on bread alone. Man is to live by every word that God speaks. When the enemy came back against him with scripture, he spoke back saying, 
it is also written, you must not tempt the Lord your God. And then the third time the enemy came back. He is persistent. So when you are fighting his enemy, he's going to try to come back and back and back. He does not want to leave. He said, get away, Satan. It is written, you must worship the Lord your God and you must obey him only. Then the devil went away from Jesus. When we warfare, we speak out loud. And so I'm going to invite the band to come up. And we're actually going to start warfaring. Okay, just in the last moments, we're going to warfare. And if you either saw a wall um, and it didn't come down, we're gonna, we want to invite you up at the front and we want to warfare with you. If you didn't hear anything at all and you are wanting to hear from God, come on up. If you, are, if you don't speak in tongues and you would like to speak in tongues and to use this weapon that is incredible, tongues is so important because it's a, it's a prayer language between our spirit and his spirit. And the great thing is the enemy has no idea what you're saying. And sometimes we're like, I don't have the words. I just don't know. Like you just get to a point where you're just like, I just don't know what to say. Great. Using tongues is incredible for that. And what we do is we come before Jesus and we say, I repent of the sins that I've committed and I receive your forgiveness I receive your forgiveness. So we're not asking for the forgiveness again because He's already forgiven us of all our sins, past, present, and future. So we receive His forgiveness. And then we say, I break any agreement or any participation that either my family, past generations, or that I have done. Because we can buy into these lies of the enemy. I'm not good enough. This person looks like this. I'm, I don't look like that. Um, you know, things that our family might have spoken over us. You're never going to be good enough. I'm not proud of you. All these things, or even lies that we don't even realize, that we actually just, it just gets filtered into our mind. Like, I'm not confident. I'm just, oh, I'm just shy. It's just who I am. All these thoughts that go through our mind. That anything that's against what God says that you are. God has not called us. God doesn't call shy people. He calls bold people. So he has called us all to be bold. So he speaks it out of us. He speaks the the goodness and the life into us. And he calls those things out of us. But the enemy wants to steal that. He says, you should be afraid. You should be afraid of what's going on in the world, the recession, the, you know, everything, the wars that are happening. That's what the enemy wants us to think. He's like, okay, so I'm going to have to move to this place. or I'm going to have to shift to this place because this is what's happening here. But actually, we don't have to run in fear that something's going to collapse. Who cares? We have a God who tore down the walls of Jerusalem. We have a God who took a famine in Egypt and he made it the most a prosperous nation for him so that his people would survive he uses anything and everything he can he uses even the enemy's tactics against himself but we do not have to live in bondage we do not have to live afraid if you are feeling just trapped 
If you are feeling like I just, I'm just stuck, the same things are happening over and over again, I can't get a job, all those things, I'm wanting to invite you down as well because you don't have to live stuck. You don't have to live with that sickness. You don't have to live like that because we have a God who's like, we need to stand up and we need to pray and we need to fight. That's our God. He's a fighting God. Good fighting against good things. Well, He's fighting against the enemy, but He's fighting for good things. So we're going to stand to our feet. And Justin... Just in a while, as we're, we're wrapping up, I just I don't want to wrap up without warfaring. And so, if you need any of those things that I've been talking about, or if you're like, I just need someone to pray with me or to stand with me, we've got an incredible team that are up here, incredible team of leaders who want to pray and to fight with you and to teach you how to warfare. So, as we sing this song, as the worship team comes and sings, I want to invite you up. Don't just stand there and think, what are my friends going to think? Or, you know, this is just not for me. If you want to get out of the patterns of your family, the same patterns that your family has been going through time and time again, generationally, come up the front because we're going to fight with you. And we're going to use spiritual warfare to do that. You are a daughter and a son of the Most High God. You do not have to live or to stay where you are. You do not have to. So we'll fight with you. You guys can start coming up a few.